0: Hey everyone, welcome to Be The Change. My name is Lily Mott, and today I'm going to be talking about how change comes when you get as many people involved as possible. My guest this week is Estella Struck, and I am so glad I got to talk with her because she's really passionate about the work she's doing, and I think it comes across when she talks about it. Estella is using social media to inform others about the intersections between sustainability and capitalism, among many other topics, and I got to talk with Estella some about fast fashion, which was really interesting. So without further ado, let's get started with this episode featuring Estella Struck.
1: Hi everyone. My name is Estella Struck. I'm 20 years old. I go to New York University where I'm studying sustainability, marketing and consumer behavior with a minor in social entrepreneurship. And my whole thing is about making sustainability the forefront in business because um, you know, business capitalism and sustainability are kind of conflicting, but they can coexist. And we can use business and capitalism for good. And that's what my platform is about and what my projects are about as well.
0: Thank you for coming on the show, Estella. I am so excited to get to talk with you. And I wanted to get started by asking you to share a little bit more about your background and how you came to be so invested and so passionate about this work. Can you tell me a little bit about how that progression went for you? We'll
1: go to the beginning. In... Uh, freshman year of high school, I started thrifting my clothes because I went to a private school where you had to get a whole new wardrobe for dress code. And I didn't want to spend a lot of money on new clothing. I didn't really care about the, like, obviously I cared a little bit about the environment, but I was extremely uneducated and it wasn't like uh, at the front of my mind at all. Um, and I just love what I found. And I loved how no one else had the same clothes as me. And I kept thrifting. And then I got more into the environment after my environment, intro to environmental studies class junior of high school. And my teacher would like cry while talking about climate change. And I was like, what the heck is going on? Like, that is so weird that he's crying while talking about climate change. Like, who's going to cry about tar- climate change? Now I cry about climate change like all the time. But um, like, so just like seeing his passion. And then I... Obviously still thought about it my freshman year of college, but I was studying at Wake Forest University and I was studying through pre-med, obviously not in the sustainability space, marketing space at all. And over quarantine, I dove really I like dove into TikTok a lot and was learning a lot about like sustainable fashion because that's a huge controversial like topic on there so i started this little brand called Ethica, and it started by me just literally dm i was in seattle at my dad's house during quarantine and this was the first time i ever lived there i didn't uh, i didn't know anyone so i was just dming random girls with cute clothes in seattle and being like oh do you have like next time you clean out your closet, can I just come by and grab the clothes instead of you donating them to Goodwill? And then I started Ethica, where I would resell them for like $10. I wasn't really trying to like make it, it wasn't a sustainable business model or anything. Cause I, I just, it was just something I was doing because I was bored in quarantine and I saw an, a need gap, which was cheap, sustainable clothing, like to make it accessible to the masses. And then I made a TikTok about that and it blew up overnight like I did one drop with 20 things and I did another drop with like 20 things and when there were about like 15 things left on my second drop it absolutely blew up and I gained like 185k on TikTok and 35k on Instagram in four hours and it was just like what the heck and so then I ended up taking a gap year because I've been thinking about leaving wake like my whole time there I didn't really wasn't the best environment like My mental health suffered and it wasn't good for people of color. So I had been thinking about leaving and that like I was meant to leave that like it changed my life. That one TikTok blowing up changed my life because then I got into the sustainability space and saw like that there's a huge marketing opportunity with social media. So I right now I'm working on a project to help sustainable brands market better using social media and like come across more authentic and just like be better on social media because there's incredible uh, opportunities to reach mass audiences who actually will put their capital towards helping these brands like become mainstream. And I want to like be the driving force behind that like wave of capital being moved towards sustainability.
0: That's really cool, and I'm glad that you were able to get to a place where you could get more involved with this work. And I think that it's awesome that you're using TikTok to get those messages across. I love it because it's a great example of really using social media for good.
1: I was just recently um, honored for this list. It's called the. It's for this thing called the Conversationalist, and it, and my category is disruptor. And the reason, like, you had to do a one minute long video about like power are, what are you doing that's like radical and i'm like i'm using social media and i'm being an influencer in new york city in a way that most people aren't like i i show the just like how disgusting the city is all the trash and like how we can use like how we can use i don't know just like i'd show like the trash and all that part of sustainability and just like I literally talk about how we need linear system I mean how we need circular systems all the time because it's so linear but I kind of just like am disrupting the influencer industry to a degree because of course like I am promoting consumption because I'm sm- promoting sustainable brands but like I'm not building a platform of a million followers just to promote fast fashion you know like I'm trying to use my influence for good and like great change in the inf- industry and like also infiltrate the influencer space and hopefully have an impact on these individuals who have these gigantic platforms so that they can to like create social change and then profit from social change as well. Create their own little
0: social enterprises. I love that. So what is some advice that you would give those companies or maybe some organizations or maybe even individuals if they came to you for advice about sustainability?
1: I think that I like... Put my foot into sustainable fashion and I'm taking my foot out of that like I hate sustainable I hate the fashion and sustainability space because we don't need more sustainable fashion brands we need to like absolutely like like put a cap on the industry like like completely honestly we need like people and these like people who are interested in business and entrepreneurship and sustainability to tackle issues that aren't being tackled like there's so many sustainable fashion brands so many people doing their flips and I get that that's like the most attainable way to contribute on like a larger scale but there's like massive amounts of trash like cardboard boxes for packaging like someone needs to create something that has to do with making these systems circular like disrupting the way that our society currently functions selling sustainable clothing is not doing that so I'm like very much for the do not like if you're going to shop obviously shop from sustainable or like thrift but I'm like very it's so it's like ridiculous I'm like anti-clothing anti-fashion but like I love fashion and I think it's so cool but I'm just like the way that like The entire sustainability conversation is focused on fashion right now is actually hindering our society's progression with climate change, in my opinion, because creating more sustainable fashion brands is not going to fix the issue of like the waste problem. And when it comes down to it, it's a waste problem. We need like circular systems and fashion is not going to be the first one.
0: I can definitely understand that perspective and it definitely would be frustrating. So I got you there as you've been doing this work, I would love to know if there's any advice or maybe words of wisdom that you really try to live by that you've picked up. Does anything like that come to mind for you? Um, I
1: think that everyone's at a different like stage in like, I notice myself getting super like frustrated with people who like constantly still shop fast fashion. Like I get like, and they're asking questions and they're curious and like, But at the same time, like to ask those questions and have conversations with me, and then be like, "Oh my god, I just ordered something from Shop Cider or Zara." It kind of feels like you're wasting my time a little bit. Like if you're if you're interested in asking me, and like I'm giving you this knowledge that I've like spent two years like gathering, it's kind of frustrating to then see you turn around and then like. But but it's like, I can't expect the change to be overnight. You know, the day you plant. The seed is not the day that you eat the fruit. So it's just like, I guess, frustrating to me because I'm the type of person who will be like, oh, I'm learning about something. And then like, what can I do right now in this moment to fix it? Like, what? how can I help the issue? Like, I I learned about the fashion issue and then I vowed to never shop as fashion again. Like, I just cut it off. It's not even an option in my mind anymore. And like, that was relatively easy for me because I didn't have a heavy reliance on fast fashion in the first place, which, like, I understand a lot of people aren't like that. Um, and spe- um, so I guess for me, and, like, this is for everyone, like, with every – it's not just sustainability. It's, like, every social issue. Like, people are going to move at their own pace, and they're not going to get the concepts right away. And you just have to accept that about people. And maybe just, like, you know, if the same person's asking you questions and they're not – like if they're and then they're coming home with 10 bags from zara maybe just make it like i'm not going to talk to you about that topic anymore because it's like frustrating me and it's affecting our relationship or something you know
0: yeah i can definitely understand that and if there was one thing that you wish everyone could know about your work or if there was something that you wish everyone could understand what would that be for you
1: well this is going to be a little bit of a longer answer just like okay so for me I used to be like all everyone says like being an individual like we all these platforms are talking about like individual uh impact and like that's super important and I'm all for it do your individual stuff like as much as possible but like I'm in New York I'm an individual who's like you know more uh conscious but I go outside and they like Bags and bags and bags of trash. Like, I'll send you a video that if you're posting this on your Instagram, it's like a story of mine, and it's actually ridiculous. It goes on for an entire block and it was blocking, it goes on for a block and a half, and the trash was blocking the sidewalk. I couldn't even walk on the sidewalk. It was so much trash. I'm like, okay, well, me using, you know, shampoo, uh, shampoo that's in a bar is not really gonna fix the issue of the waste. So, like, focus on your individual impact, but like also we need to figure out how to get these institutions and organizations to actually work we need to figure out you know we need to have these have people innovative about systems and focusing more on systems that don't require the individual to have behavior changes but it's still having an impact does that make sense like we need to think of it not as institution or individuals we need to think of like meeting halfway, how can the individuals force the institutions to act or how can you make it so that, you know, the institutions are forcing the individuals to act, like, how can we combine it so that it is more accessible for both to have an impact? Because it's not either or, it's both. And it's like both to an extreme degree that like a lot of people, like, I can't think of one business that is doing, like making institutions act while having individuals act as well. I can't think of one.
0: I think that's such an important point. And I love the emphasis on systemic change because it's so important, especially with an issue like climate change, because that's the only way that we're really going to make a difference. So last question for you. Lots of young people, particularly college students, high school students want to get involved. They want to make a change, but they may not know how or maybe where to get started. Do you have any advice for those people who may be listening? The work
1: starts from within. Like, completely you can't go out and change the world if you're not living by these ethos that you're telling people like imagine if I were to be like you all need to stop shopping fast fashion and then I roll up to Zara like that's not gonna change and like it's interesting because like that's kind of what our politicians do I'm not gonna lie like but we need to really start being intentional with our purchases and intentional With the way that we hold ourselves in the world. Because, like, you can say you care about climate change. But if I see you, like, doing X, Y, Z, when there are so many different options, I'm going to, like, question your own understanding of yourself and your morals and, like, what you believe. Because, like, obviously, you have to enact it into your own life. You have to, like, practice what you preach. And, like, I'm not going to go in an interview and say this stuff and then turn around and not... Do it in my life. You know, I'm gonna like if you wanna see change, you have to lead by example. And that's like small, I guess. But then through leading by example, you can you can connect with people who who impact the way that you see the world and help you to create these organizations or give you the inspiration that you need to create like something new that will help on a larger scale. But it starts small and it starts with you and it starts with in like it literally starts in your mind before you even make it like come into the material world.
0: I really enjoyed this conversation with Estella, and I think that her passion for her work really came out during this episode. She is talking the talk with her activism, and then applying it to her life and walking the walk too. I want to highlight how Estella emphasized the importance of getting everyone involved in order to make systemic change. She talked about how important it is to get individuals on board, companies and brands on board, and by doing that, and including as many demographics, people, and entities as possible, we'll really begin to see that systemic change, and it's absolutely crucial, especially for an issue like climate change. Estella is using her platform to make a difference by engaging so many different people and encouraging them to pay attention, which is so important because change comes when you get as many people involved as possible. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and you can connect with Estella through the information I linked in the description of this episode. If you want to talk about anything I mentioned, please reach out to me by email at lily at bethechangepodcast.org or on Instagram at bethechangepodcast. Tune in for my next episode, but until then, be the change you wish to see in the world. Bye guys.